Hey guys, so welcome back to another episode of the Fashion School Dropout. So I'm here today with my friend Derek Beckman. So you may remember him. He styled um, a lot of your favorite male celebrities from Don Benjamin to Tyga. And now, you know, I just wanted to catch up with you. We're in the midst of award season and it is absolutely insane right now. So people always hear, they see the glamorous side of styling, but I was thinking like, this is madness. I was just telling Derek about a client who hit me up to style them for the Grammys and they had no idea what they wanted. And it's like the Grammys are in three days. So sure. it's not going to work, but I just wanted to talk about some of the, the size of styling that you don't really get to see or hear about unless you're in the midst of it. And I thought who better to, you know, share war stories with than you. So welcome Derek. Hi guys. Yeah. It's fun to be back on. Uh, yes. We had a good time last time. We sure did. I think we talked for like two or three hours. <laughs> so, we had a lot. We had a lot to spill. That's for sure. And we do today. So that's <laughs> why you're back. <laughs> amen. Amen. <laughs> okay. So like there's so many things. Like I said, no matter how many times we say styling isn't glamorous, like people refuse to believe that. So Sure. Yeah. And it's like you said, you touched on earlier people only see the end result, right? And there's not a lot of information or, you know, inside to what goes on before that red carpet, before that photo shoot, before, you know, you're, you're in the hotel room glamming. Like it's, there's, there's a lot of, especially for us, you know, hair and makeup just shows up. A photographer just shows up and yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's not, you know, the prep work isn't as extent as extensive as it is for us. And, you know, I know you can agree with this depending on a project or whatever award show it is. Sometimes, like you said before, it's three to five days of prep work and that's, mm-hmm. you know, one day emailing and reaching out to different showrooms and designers, just trying to sneak in an appointment and then driving the next day all over the city to see uh, what's traffic. available oh yeah LA traffic get crazy and then you know then maybe going to a few more showrooms the next day and then you know I something that I like to do before a shoot or before a like a red carpet is I even lay everything out like I've got rolling racks in my apartment like I I like to because I'm such a visual human being yes. I start pairing and putting looks together before I even get to either the client's house or the the studio for for the shoot so that way it's just like an extra level of being prepared oh absolutely and then yeah so it's I mean there's all these different steps and every stylist is is different and every every person prepares differently and but regardless you're still doing days and days and days of prep before and then after you know, it's, it's, it's all this hoopla for 10 seconds on a carpet or like an hour and a half, like in a studio. It's not, it's, I mean, the work that you put in doesn't compare to like the quote unquote actual day of situation. Yeah. And then you got to go return it all. And then you got to drive all over again. And then do it all over again. Yeah. And then do it all over again. So it's, and even like, I've even had sometimes 
like, especially during award show season, you know, I pull a gown or I pull in a look and it's used. And then the PR is like, Hey, heads up. Like this person needs this dress immediately. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, after the carpet, after the event or after the shoot, whip it off and I need you to drop it off, you know, in Koreatown or wherever, like wherever the heck it needs to go. And so it's like, there's even that little side bit of it too. And, but so many little daily things that we go through. I was just telling Derek the story about this client who reached out to me to um, style them for the Grammys. And she reached out and said, Hey, I need you to dress me. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, let's go over the details. So she, um, I text her like, Hey, like, what are you looking for? Send me any inspo images. And she's like, Oh, I don't have anything. And that's like red flag number one. I'm like, okay, so let's just get straight to the point. What's your budget? Let me see like what we can work with. And she's like, Oh, well, um, I don't know how this styling thing works. Like this is my first red carpet. Um, but like, let me know like the process. So I, I literally, broke down the entire process I told her or basically what you just said Derek about having to email the designers and the showrooms and having to go there the gas money that goes into it then having mm-hmm. to take everything to your house and like set up the rack and like do the fitting for a few hours and then like the, anything the day of and then having to return it all and she was just like whoa 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 like I you know I can't do that rate and I was just like well now you know what goes into it because I truly believe when she hit me up she probably thought I had like a bunch of clothes in my closet just waiting right for her to just pop up and be like oh I want this dress I legit think that's how people think this job is done but I'm like no like what are the chances I have you're at that size in the colors that you love and the styles and the cuts that you totally that you're dreaming of, you know? So well I mean hope I mean it is one day and I'm manifesting this for both of us yeah one day we'll be able to like have a studio space and have designers send stuff to us you know what I mean like that's that's the ultimate goal and dream as as a celebrity stylist right is to do all of your fittings in your own space do all of your you know in returns and have stuff being shipped in so that way you're not running around like a psycho trying to pick up stuff and it's all centralized and that's that's the ultimate dreaming goal but you know it takes time it takes years and it takes a lot of hard work to get there so until that um we got to drive to showrooms and drive to designers and request stuff from new york and have it flown in you know just like all all this nonsense which and you said it perfectly like driving around like a psycho because I'm literally like LA traffic just makes it 10 times worse because you could be done I swear in like two hours but with LA traffic it's like the whole day oh it's a whole day it's a whole day thing yeah Yeah. and that's like and it's a lot of iced coffee it's a lot of road snacks it's a lot of just like getting through you're drinking yeah so you see I'm like I'm like before I go to a meeting today like I'm definitely hitting Starbucks on the way there just because I can't function much needed (laughs) I know but no it literally irks me that people think that we have these clothes just sitting here because I had another client and this woman um that hit me up you know she had a more curvy figure what you know beautiful woman however I um just a couple weeks ago I had someone hit me up for a very famous social media star who is like a 
double zero. So I'm like, do you really expect me to have like this person's size, like, and you know, like curvy, curvy sizes, like in my closet? No, that doesn't work like that. You know, both beautiful women, of course, but I'm just saying like, (laughs) we don't have, you know, this endless stock of designer dresses. No. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's just the prep for it. But then when you actually get on set, like, do you have any, I'm sure you have some. Uh, yeah you hear that heavy sigh um <laughs> you know what I mean like that yeah day, I obviously I I will be clear it's you know day of is that's why we do what we do right it's fun like that's where I feel like I get to shine I get to actually get to work I, I it's strange like I've even had people you know, friends that have been with me on set or at a red carpet and then friends that know me like outside and they're like, you're two completely different human beings. It's strange watching you click into that, you know, quote unquote, stylist like work mode. Mm -hmm. And it's a very, I wouldn't say I'm like serious because I still like to have fun because you still have to bring a positivity and an energy to a set or to a red carpet. And, but I, it's, it's work, right? It's all business. And like, you know, you can't really mess around. So and I mean, things can go wrong, you know, you can, you can lose, I mean, I've never lost anything, but you know, it doesn't stop even when you get there because that's, that's quote unquote, the fun part is like putting the stuff on the client right. and, and looking and like photographing it. And that's, that's the fun part. But even before that, it's taking everything out, steaming it, organizing it. And you know, having, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, I, I, it really drives me nuts when there isn't a clear, or let me, let me back it up. Prior to shoot day, and you, I mean, you know about this, you know, you're, you receive a mood board or like, yeah, a vision for, in a direction for the shoot and you pull articles of clothing and jewelry and footwear and accessories that, you know, agree with this vision board, this mood, uh-huh. this vibe. And then you get to set and oh. the client's, you know, management or public relations person is going through your racks and is like, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. And you, and God. it kind of like, it cuts your looks by like half and that's happened like a few times and I get it because like sometimes it depends right because we work with all ages types like everything and you know I had one specific client who was younger and his his team kind of you know was worried about his image and 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 I get you know I mean I, I understand it's you know we all have an image that that we need to protect and or foster but it's a little bit more intense and important when you are quote unquote a public figure or a celebrity so I understand I get where they're coming from but to have someone just walk through your racks as if you didn't just spend the last four days Dang. busting your butt, like yeah. you're just like no. pulling, you know, or or even like fighting for a specific piece. You're like, oh, this would be mm-hmm. so cool. This would look so dope on this human being. Like, let's push the envelope a little bit. Like, this is gonna be good art. And then to, to be like, nope, and like totally dish it, and like just oh, it's like. <sighs> 
it's very painful and it's kind of like a you just gotta grit your teeth and be like okay so I mean in that specific time I had to work with I mean they cut out a good 70% of the wardrobe that I had and this was coming after I think that day yeah that day I we did I did a double shoot and it was like one client and then immediately after it was another client and you know I had pulled accordingly. It's like, okay, this is, this rack is for this person. This rack is for this person. And, and when the PR and management came through and kind of nixed a lot of my racks, it was like, okay, now the pressure's on. Now you have to make something out of nothing. Right. And so that's kind of, it's your job as a stylist and it's your job as a creative to kind of whip these things together and it still be bomb fashion. But that's probably like, one nightmare story or like a, a a nightmare that people encounter or don't know that they're going to encounter because you can you can prep and you can you can spend days and hours you know figuring out oh like this is going to be look number one or this is going to yes. be look number two and you know you can be the most prepared stylist in the world but there's just something about that that day, the day of yeah and it's moment it's, of I've truth even, Oh, totally. And I've even been the one, like, vice versa. I've gotten to set and have, like, had a revelation or been, like, super inspired and, you know, been like, nope, actually, this is what we're doing. Like, like we're changing this. We're changing this look around. And I don't like, you know, because it's different, too. Like, you can you can see it one way in your head, but once it's on an actual yeah. body, it might look completely different. Oh. Yeah, I just um, recently had a situation like that. It was this blazer. So we're going for this like high fashion Grace um, Grace Jones vibe. So it was this sure. blazer with a cutout waist. I'm thinking this is going to be the most bomb thing you've ever seen. And then the girl put it on and I was just like, ooh. Like this. Cut it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's so crazy because in your, in your mind, you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be on like the cover of the hottest magazines and then like in person it's like oh my god like please put this away no one take pictures I don't want this to be seen I don't want my name associated yeah don't tag me please <laughs> don't, you know I mean? like, don't, don't tag me don't at me <laughs> no do not at me on that one <laughs> but oh my god you saying that honestly I don't know how this is going to sound but I feel like that was kind of therapy for me because as weird as it sounds I feel like well I felt like I was one of the few people, few stylists like that goes through that because I was like, oh my God, like this isn't one of the things that we talk about as stylists is like people mm -hmm. rejecting your looks and it's like sure. spend hours on hours prepping. Like you said, like I, I'm so type A, like I need everything to be organized. I yeah. take pictures of every look and then I put them in my notes and then I even like write out like white blazer, blue pants silver yeah. pumps like I'm like so so organized when I get on I set so, so if anything goes like you know they're like oh how about we do this I'm like Ooh. you're <laughs> like that's not what's in my notebook so, in my no. notes. <laughs> and also it's like I get it like fashion is a collaborative effort I totally get it but sometimes like I'm very type a too and I, I have a pride issue and so sometimes when someone you know like a hair or makeup artist or even someone who's not even related to the shoot, like a lighting oh, person, like nothing against God. it. And they're like, well, maybe you should try this. And I'm like, hi. Uh, maybe uh, you should try doing your I'm job. Like, <laughs> I, I'm over here like, 
take a seat. Are you the stylist? Nope, you're not. Okay, cool. And it's like, and then I have to check myself because I'm like, listen, like, what if it actually looks good? You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, I would never. I would never. Like, oh, absolutely not. No, I'm not. I'm not a jerk. I would never say that. You know what I mean? That's an internal conversation that I have between me, myself, and I. Um, And then I check myself and I'm like, Derek, take a seat. Like, it's okay. Like, we're, we're open to any and all, like, comments and criticisms here like it's okay it's only gonna make you better um, yeah and I'm like well yeah let me let me think about it and then like and then it's even worse when it's like actually works and you're like dang like okay like sure whatever yeah I'm still getting credit though you're not so yeah so like whatever <laughs> thanks for the idea thanks for the idea thanks cash that Oh my God. (laughs) But no, seriously, like, okay. So the first time that really happened to me, I was working with, you know, a pretty big person and she, um, she was an artist and I got this mood board from the photographers and I had never like heard about her up until that point. So I didn't know what to expect. So, um, I got the mood board and it was like, think 90 supermodels, Naomi, Cindy Crawford, like that kind of look. Love, love, love. So I get on set and I'm pulling like, you know, structured shoulders and like skinny cigarette pants and pumps on pumps on pumps. Yeah. So I get there and her people are like, this is like, what were you thinking? And I'm just like, and of course they're having this conversation with me and I'm like, I, oh yeah, totally. I did not make the mood board. I'm trusting that you and the photographer went over this and approved it. And I only went based off of that mood board, but they were just like, no, none of this is going to work. Like she doesn't even wear heels. And I'm like, oh my God. Who doesn't wear anyway? See, you got me there. You lost me there. No, seriously. And all of my shoes were legit pumps. Like I'm talking like stilettos pumps in the club, like pumps. So I had absolutely no other options. And so what they ended up doing was um, shooting all the looks cropped. Oh, no. So I'm like, what am I going to do with essentially headshots in my book? Oh, So that's what ended up happening. And I was just like, that was like one of the first times I was in that situation. I was like, oh, my God. Like, literally all I pulled were like these gorgeous, feminine, stylish pieces. So... You know, That's thing- wild. yeah, and there's like nothing you can do about it, like exactly. the day of, you exactly. know what I mean? It's not like you can just make flats appear and also, exactly. ew, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and like, thank God, I actually checked out her Instagram um, ahead of time, so I did pull a few safe pieces that like absolutely anyone in the world will wear, sure. but again, it had to be cropped. So. I do the same thing. I I do like a D, especially if it's a client like A I've never met yeah, or don't really it. know much about. I go into like a deep dive, like stalking sesh, like on their Instagram and see like yeah. what they've been photographed in and like what they, like what their personal style is and just try to make it like a little bit more seamless and yeah. just, you know, match their already existing personal style. Um, exactly. Because you get like, it's one of those things where of course, like you and I like have this common brain of, all right, so we are trying to create art. We're trying to create a moment like this needs to be, you know, you and, and sometimes in order to create those moments, 
you have to be a little uncomfortable. You have to take a little bit of a risk. And it's, and I get it. It's easier said than done. And it's easier for us to be like, oh, like put it on, put it on because we're not the ones wearing yeah. it. But also I'd be like, I'd wear it. You know what I mean? Like, um, so that is always like a touch and go situation that I run into as well is, you know, not everybody shares your vision and not everybody shares your inspiration. Even, even if, your vision and your inspiration would look flawless and, you know, be mind blowing and it would, you know, sell or whatever. It's, it always comes down to what, what the client yeah. is comfortable and happy with. And sometimes you get a stubborn one that refuses to wear anything above a three inch kitten heel. You know what I mean? Like stuff yeah. like that where you're like, that doesn't look good on anybody. Like that doesn't look good on anybody. And especially not like an avant-garde, like editorial shoot or a cover of a magazine, you know, things that like people are expecting more than a lifestyle shoot. Like anybody can do a lifestyle shoot like that. Those are test photos. Like that's for your modeling agency. Like this is an editorial. This is, you know, Vogue. This is Harper's Bazaar. Like, yeah, these are things where it's like, you wear things that A, you wouldn't wear normally and B, like it's couture, you know? And so it's just, it is kind of. um, Sorry, not to cut um, cut you off. For um, those who are listening might not know what lifestyle is. Basically, it's like your everyday clothing, commercial clothing, you know, stuff you would see in a Target catalog. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, something you would see, you would would get Kohl's cash for. Yeah. Like that's like, you know what I mean? Like that's your lifestyle, which is great. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we love Cole's cash. We love a bargain. Like, and that's like, again, like there's a time and a place, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're styling a catalog, if you're styling a commercial, like those lifestyle looks and pieces are key. But if you're doing something editorial, then that's it's right. gotta, you know, you gotta show some skin. You gotta like, you know, put the hair weird. And it's you like, you know, anybody to sleep with your look on a magazine. No, honestly, you want yeah. someone to look at it and go, Oh, that's cool. You know what yeah, I mean? Like that's straight off the runway. Mm-hmm. But can I, I mean, just keep um, ranting about this situation? Because I was so hot. Like, I literally felt put on the spot. And like mm-hmm. I said, it was like one of the first times I was in that situation. But moral of the story, like you said, always have those backup pieces. Because right. she did go through her profile and like her style was very tomboy. However, what I thought, and sometimes celebrities do celebrities do this, is they try to transform, like do a whole different look opposite of what they're known for. So that's what I thought this situation was. I thought she was trying to do like an overhaul of her style and like, you know, do something completely off the cuff. But turns out like she was not trying to change her style at all. And Mm -hmm. everything I brought was a no in that situation. Oh, I hate that for you. I know. And that's why, that's why I got so triggered when this Grammy situation happened, when she was like, Oh, I don't know what I want. Because that also reminds me of this time I was working with um, this male client. And I'm thinking, oh, male client, like, I'm going to just put him in a suit. Like, this is a piece of cake. So I got a bunch of suit options. um, And he was a child star. So I was talking to his mom. And um, she said that he loved color. And, you know, it was like a Disney event. So I'm thinking, like, oh, let's have fun with this. So I brought all types of different suit jackets and, like, combinations. Long story short, he hated everything. And like this time, 
I was legit thinking like, okay, maybe it's time for a career change. Like I was so like, <laughs> so like I was legit like so depressed and like bummed after this because I'm like I'm getting rejected by a child. Yeah, <laughs> so it's know? like you don't like <laughs> you're like you, you don't, don't know, know what's what good for you. Is. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're 12. <laughs> right. Sit down. Yeah, <laughs> right. Go play with your Pokemon or whatever kids play with. Sure. You. But <laughs> whatever the kid, whatever the kids play with these whatever days, whatever the children are doing these days. <laughs> but, um, no, like so, he hated everything. But what he didn't tell me is, or what his mom didn't relay is, he was into the slim fit cut, you know. So information okay. that was needed that prior. Was needed. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, okay, my specialty is women's. And you mm. saw that clearly on my Instagram because she like wrote in her email, I found you through Instagram. So you're putting faith in me that I could dress your, your um, son. Um, I'm going to need all the details that I can. So sure. he ended up um, wanting a slim fit, um, you know, that skinny look. And let me tell you what I did. I ended up going to Zara and he was like, oh my God, this is like, this is, this is it. And I'm like, so you had me going to all these showrooms going to these designers Mm-mm. only to get Zara? Yeah. Like, and this is the, these are the things that like people don't know because a lot of this is kept like behind the scenes. But yeah, he was out here wearing Zara to this Disney party. And like, if you had told me that like ahead of time. Would have gone there first. Right, that would have been my first stop. And like, we called it a day. But yeah, just things like that. That's why I stress getting all the information out of a client before you get to work because it avoids like unnecessary running around and just wasting time totally oh my god we take a sip of this coffee tea take a sip take a sip (laughs) oh my god i'm trying to think about any other situations i've had on set though that were just crazy i mean i've had people legit like i've had to legit be like a peacemaker in some situations where there's just you know, as you know, when you put three or more creative brains in a room, it can kind of get spicy. Kind of. And, and which is great. Like, you know, we're very opinionated. We're very outspoken. And it's why we do what we do, because we have zero qualms about speaking up and letting our opinions be heard. And sometimes... Um, opposing opinions can turn ugly and personal and loud. So, I mean, I've been on sets where I've got photographers shouting at hair and makeup and hair and makeup shouting at lighting and like PR and management, just like, and I'm sitting here. I remember one time I'm like this, this entire fiasco is going down because um, the photographer wasn't, translating correctly what it was a complete like loss in translation in terms of what hair and makeup was required to do in terms of next look and like all this stuff and so it was it was a little like you know communication is key especially on on a high intensity situation like like a photo shoot and you need to be completely clear and outspoken and direct and again clear like cannot emphasize that enough like clear. Yes. you need to be clear at what you want because what you think a slick back look might be different i don't know like it can it can happen it can confuse people so i mean 
the photographer was was not being clear in terms of what they wanted and i remember they were just screaming at each other and i'm sitting next to the client the talent like in the makeup chair while these two grown men are going after each other five feet in front of this and i'm just trying and i remember like standing like kind of having moved my way in front like looking at at the client and just keeping eye contact with him because he was he was a little bit younger not not too much younger but I would say maybe 19, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, not, you're, you're not like naive, but also like, I'm trying to preserve some innocence, you know what I mean? So, and just trying to like, Hey, like, let's have a conversation. Like, how was your day? Like, you know, are you in school? You know, what are your hobbies? And just like trying to, to take the, the exposure off what was happening, you know, right behind us. And, you know, that's something that, again like you know things that you encounter and like you know different types of people and this is a very fun and fast-paced and um fulfilling industry but it's also a very dark and it's a very lonely and it can at sometimes be a very vicious and violent industry and so it's something that um you don't really know until it happens and it's not something you can fully prepare for and it's not something that you can plan for. And so I guess, you know, rolling with the punches is, is just a requirement. It's a necessity it and, and you've got to be able to think on your think feet. On your like, feet. Yep, that's yeah. What and like, obviously like think on your feet in terms of like your job, like in terms of like, you know, whatever, like making looks happen, but also, no one tells you that you're going to have to break up two 45 year old men from like slitting each other's throats. Like, you know what I mean? Like these are things that like, you can't, you know, you know, predict. And this so sound like devil wears Prada type. Of, oh, like, totally. But like, that was way more glamorous. Like that's like <laughs> ideal. You know what I mean? Like that's, I mean, still that's one of my favorite Freaking. movies. We oh, to this day. We love her. 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 But, like it's one of those things where like, I watched that movie at least at least and I'm like not even joking like once every two months like it's it's a constant (laughs) oh it's a constant inspiration for me like there I have like four or five well that movie plus like four or five like different documentaries from different designers and just and I just cycle through those whenever I'm feeling dry artistically Mm -hmm. yeah and I'm just like oh like this is why I do what I do exactly and sometimes you know, that's a good thing that you just brought up because there are times when you don't feel, you know, motivated, like, just, you know, just being real, like, sometimes you're just like, oh my God, like, you know, what am I, what am I doing? But then moments like, you know, maybe you need to watch a certain movie or like read someone's story who made totally. it in the industry. You're like, this is why I do what I do. This is what inspired me to get into the industry. So if you guys have ever felt, you know, those down moments, just know that it's temporary and remind yourself, like, do what you have to do. If it's watching Devil Wears Prada, if it's like, you know, reading Vogue, like in Harper's Bazaar, like back to back, like do what you have to do to get that jolt of inspiration back into you. And it's different for everybody. Oh, totally. And to be completely transparent to the Mm -hmm. listeners, if I may, like bear my soul a little bit, it's you know, everybody goes through seasons of life where 
there everything is unclear and it's ambiguous um and especially with freelance styling you know what i mean like i will i will still say like my my goal this year one of my goals for this year is to you know i've been doing it freelance for for a while now and it's it's been great it's been fun and and lucrative and and stuff but i would love to snag the backing of a management team or you know what i mean and, and just have someone repre representing me because it's a pain in the neck to chase down invoices and to do your own branding and do all you know when i would rather just have someone take 10 percent of my fee my daily rate and it all be covered and anyway side note that's like a little segue but <laughs> no, that's um i think that to anybody who is struggling with getting it up off the ground or if they feel like oh like it's such a saturated market and you know i'm just one of tons of people that want to do what i want to do and how do i separate myself and you know is there ever going to be a chance for me to do this and <clears throat> something that i repeatedly have had to tell myself not only recently but like in the past and, and when I was just beginning is um you know there is so much longevity in in fashion and it's it's a job and it's a career and it's a place where you can practice what you do and you know work in in this realm for years and years and years and you can do it until you're Gosh, well, until you kick the bucket, honestly, like you could, I mean, you could, you could work in and around fashion your entire life. It's not like a typical quote unquote, typical job where you retire at 60 or 65 and you've got a pension and, you know, 401k and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So that's you kind of like a Johnson out here, 75 doing cartwheels. Like you can do anything. Exactly. It's one, well, plus like, I don't know. It's one of those things where I often, um, you know, I'm very, very hard on myself because, you know, we're, we're our own worst critics. And, mm -hmm. you know, if there are certain milestones that I've, that I've set for myself and if I don't quite reach them, them at a certain point, then I immediately turn inward and I'm like, oh, like, you know, you've, you've failed or you've You're not like reached this point. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you even in this industry? And mm. I think something that, that I've, been verbalizing recently and it's something I, I don't really like to make goals or new year's resolutions because I well first of all I cannot stand new year's it's it's such a overhyped you know what I mean like you can make things happen at any Anytime. day during the year it doesn't Anytime. need to be January 1 you know right. it could be at any point um and but one of the things that I was really focusing on is allowing myself grace like not only mm. in these these little interim spaces and these ambiguum ambiguous spaces is allow myself grace and and not to be so hard on myself and to recognize that you are talented you're a hard worker jobs will come jobs will go and your your time in this you know fashion realm is just beginning it's literally just beginning and there's a day in the sun for everybody, you know? And so if you truly have a passion and if you truly are talented, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's going to come for you. And, and I guess the struggle is 
maintaining that mindset and and keeping your eye on the light at the end of the tunnel during these kind of weird uneasy um trials and tribulations and so it's i don't know i don't know if any of that made no, that any makes sense total sense because um, I mean, that's something i feel like we as creatives go through and we don't really know or have people to really talk to about that because freelance is like it's so unique that like people sure. with nine to five they don't understand like there's been moments in my career where i don't book a job for like a whole month and i'm like yeah. oh my god like what am i even doing is like should i apply you know for forever 21 like like no, what, totally. am gonna, what am i gonna do next and like again these are the things that people don't talk about so you don't know if you should say it out loud because it's like they they might look at you like oh you haven't booked the job and like you know, a few weeks, like, you know, you're done. And then you, you book a job the very next day. And it's like, oh my God, I'm on top of the world. I'm the best. Guy. Like, you know, like yeah. these high highs and these low lows. And totally. it's like, you don't know, you know, besides your fellow stylists who to really talk to about these things, because like, can they really relate? Like, yeah. And I think that there's like a certain like shame culture that comes with, um, I mean, living in LA period, mm -hmm. like, you know, it's one of those things where, especially for the nature of our job, you know, we're dealing with high profile people. So people assume or expect, um, a, a certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They expect us, they, you know, they assume that we're a type of, a type of person that's always going to these dinners or always going to red carpets or always going to parties and Keep cocktail up appearances. Yeah, totally. And so like when you a, haven't booked anything in a minute or if they catch you like, you know, say you've got to work a side job, like a side hustle, that's like, there's zero shame in that. And there's zero shame in doing what you need to do in order to like survive you know and so i think that especially for freelance you know what i mean it's not like you've like i said like i mean and maybe and again that kind of ties into like me like fighting for representation because mm -hmm. it's a little bit more you know cyclical and it's a little bit more um you get a lot of return business and so um yeah i always say I, there's nothing cute about a starving artist like mm -mm. i would rather you know, have my little side gig and like, you gotta eat. Like, I don't understand totally. why there's shame. Like, that reminds me of, um, I don't know if you saw in like the shade room, like young jog, he was like driving the ride share, like a Lyft or an Uber. Yeah. And it's like, what's like, what's wrong with making money? Like we all have to eat at the end of the day. So totally. there's no shame. And I know there's a lot of people like, you know, I have my classes and everything. And there's some people who preach like, quit your job. And like, you know, I'm like, like I said, I'm, I'm typing. So I need some structure before yep. I do that. Like, I'm not telling nobody to quit the job. I say, you know, do your internships or, you know, your assistant, um, assistant jobs, and then have your, um, you know, if you work at Starbucks, like, you know, they're flexible with your hours, like do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do so that's oh, totally. my motto mm -hmm. no i agree fully and that there's something so wise about that you mean like there's something so wise about making sure that you're taken care of that your bills are paid and you know you've been able to eat before chasing not chasing i guess like 
pursuit. jumping full full force into mm-hmm. into like your passion and you know i think that that's again that's not a conversation that people are ready to have yet you know what i mean it's one of those things where you know social media or whoever well you know your peers sometimes your peers will tell you differently and being like oh like you know you've got to go out on a limb you've got to you know you've got to risk it all you know and so i think that there's there's obvious um there's a gamble in that and sometimes sometimes you come out on top and i think that there's something you know cool and passionate about you know taking a chance and risking it all but i also at the end of the day go cool that works for one out of 10 people risking it all you know what i mean it's like i'm not putting my two weeks in until i know that i've got at least six months rent paid you yes. know what I mean to where it's like you know you can kind of cover your bases um because at the end of yeah. the day these people ain't paying your bills so no totally and it's one of those things where too especially if you're just starting out you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you've got to have a few people on retainer in order to survive you know what I mean yeah. and even then like you know it's it's just it's so wild to me it's really really wild and I'll be honest like it gets exhausting. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of, you know, you're just like, you're like, (laughs) I mean, this is going to sound so stupid, but you're like, can I go back to being 15 again? Like living at home, like, you know, not having to worry about anything, like no bills, where my food's coming from. Like, it's all good, you know? No, I think we all want to just like, (laughs) we're going to sign up for this. I no, I didn't. Like you can take it back. Right, you can take right. it all back. I, I don't want to be an adult. Trial and you know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna sign up for that membership. I'm good. You know what I am gonna do though is create another fake email account and sign up for that other seven days trial. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> hey. But aspiring stylists out there cutting corners also don't pay full price for for a subscription like a streaming service like create a billion free emails and just get that seven day free trial over and over and over again <laughs> Look, until you max it out i think i'm out of like gmail is on to me like i have like, gmail <laughs> gmail is like girl i think i gotta go to hotmail now like if that oh see around. hotmail that's that untapped resource i didn't even know that hotmail still exists that's so i funny. don't even know i gotta look that up i gotta fact check that before anybody like signs up for this gmail is like sis we know it's yeah. you. Like, you know, like, like i do like different variations of my name like Brit, you know, Diego or BR.94 at Gmail. Like, I they know that's it. so funny. Like, it's all coming from the same IP address. They know it. That's hilarious. <laughs> but no, like, like we said, there's going to be moments when, you know, you might feel doubt and just know that that's normal, but it's temporary we all go through those feelings mm-hmm. and you know don't let nobody discourage you because that's another thing too is like you know aside from like the industry itself maybe it's like family maybe it's like i don't know like other people try to intimidate you like what's coming to mind right now because lately it's been all about like i haven't seen a lot of Lori harvey on like shade room and like right <laughs> on the internet which she is a gorgeous 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 woman um and i had the pleasure of working with her when I was like first, you know, starting out, I was still an assistant stylist, but the stylist who was the key stylist, oh my God, I don't know if I've told you this story, babe. The tea. Okay. So 
she, I had worked with her on another shoot previously, a test shoot, and I didn't get credited on, um, on, um, Instagram and which I'm like, okay, like, you know, whatever. So it's my first time working with her, you know, cool, whatever. So this time Lori Harvey comes around and I'm like, oh my God, like, I would love to assist you. Like, let's do it. So I'm on set, like, you know, even if I'm assisting, I'm gonna still put in the same 200% that I do on my own job. Totally. So I'm like, you know, getting the clothes and the jewelry out. Like she doesn't have to tell me anything. Like taking initiative is what I do. So I'm laying everything out. If um she's in front of the camera and I see something needs to be adjusted, I'm jumping in. And she's, yeah. you know, the key stylist, she's overseeing. But I'm, you know, just being real. I'm mostly doing, you know. Yeah, you're doing the work. Else doing the work yeah <laughs> I was trying to find a cute way to say it. but yeah I'm over here doing the work I'm putting in work so fast forward to when this um editorial comes out and it got featured on Fashion Bomb Daily which if you guys aren't familiar is a huge fashion blog on um huge. Instagram they have like millions and millions of followers um get so much exposure so I'm like I see it and I'm going down and mind you when the photos came out, the photographer sent us all an email saying, hey guys, here are the photos, here are the credits that you're going to post on Instagram, you know, with the photographer credit, the assistant photographer, the makeup artist, we're here, you know, all the credits. So of course my name yeah. is out there as assistant stylist. So Fashion Bomb um, comes out and I'm scrolling down in the caption and I'm like, okay, the, you know, assistant uh, photographer is there, the hair, the makeup, and then my name for some reason was missing what so you mean to tell me that like everybody and it was like a big team that day too so you mean to tell me everybody's credit was still on there but mine so this time i was like okay i'm gonna say something <laughs> so no you should yeah 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 so and i'm just like even okay there's so much to unpack in this but so i i text her respectfully of course I'm like hey um I saw that you know the editorial came out it looked beautiful congratulations on getting featured on Fashion Bomb however I noticed that for the second time my name wasn't featured and she sent me this long text back and the gist of it like the end was like I don't give credit for holding shoes and earrings <gasps> she said that no ma'am she said that. And I was like, oh, that's that's all I did? Oh, okay, got it. But I was, See, just, I was just like on what another- was the clapback? I want to know what the clapback was because you know me. <laughs> I know you. I, I, I don't think I actually, there was so much I wanted to say, but I didn't say anything back, honestly. Smart. I was like, okay, I see, I see how it is. And then- like I said, there's so much to unpack on this, like, one situation, but I ended up, you know, building my own relationship with a photographer, and he, like, he owned the magazine, so wow. I found out that she went to him about getting my name, not just taken off Instagram, but taken off the website, <sighs> like, the magazine's website. Where Dang, she went she was so far. doing the most, and I'm gonna tell you what was most hurtful just on another level, this was another black woman. So I'm oh. like... Where's the solidarity? 
exactly so uh, it's just like this whole thing about you know we're supposed to be like trying to help each other lift each other up and like all that yeah. sisterhood and all that you know like another black stylist coming in after you like i'm not trying to take credit no. i'm just saying give credit where it's due like i did not just hold earrings i was you know zipping her in her dresses i was pinning stuff i was you know doing all of the stuff that you do on set but then she just like reduced me down to holding shoes and earrings and i was just like wow why we can't move forward as a people like legit because of people like you you know and it's like there's yeah there's that jealousy and like it's just like a whole thing like in itself you know like another black woman like you know like it, it was just like a whole thing but anyway so for her to go to like the photographer try to get me taken off the website and like just doing the most and you know that photographer ended up calling me for like you know other jobs you know thank god because he was able to see you know her for who she was but um yeah mm-hmm. that was just like a whole another situation where i could have easily been discouraged by when i was an assistant stylist but that you know really fueled me to become more successful because i was like wow you trying to hold me back but watch this you know so just well and that's like just a huge it's a huge testament to your character too and how you know you could have popped off you could have made a scene you could have done all this 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 stuff but you recognize that there's a time and a place for everything and instead of going off on her you gracefully didn't and it got you more jobs and you know I think that I mean you and I both have seen and dealt with just nightmarish people just the worst the worst people and I and sometimes you're looking at these people uh and and a lot of the times they're in better situations they're higher you know they they're they have more clients or they have like you know they're they're quote unquote more more popular or whatever and you're looking at them going like yeah but they're such a garbage human being like mm-hmm. why are they winning like that's not you know and it's just again we're in it for the long run and those yeah. things eventually come to light you know what i mean is you can you know fashion is a dog eat dog world but you don't have to subscribe to the cattiness you don't have to subscribe to you know below the belt nonsense like it can you can be a good human being and still work in fashion and i think that that's kind of a mindset that's coming back around and it's like things that i've just encountered or comments that people have made and you know and i know people have told you this too and they've told me like we're we're a blessing to work with on set we're a light and we're um kind and generous and you know it's these are qualities that you you think are normal you know normal but they're not and it's one of those things where i'm often like confused when someone's like oh my god oh wow you're so nice and i'm like oh my god yes who are the type of people that you're dealing with you know what i mean like what's (laughs) this is how i was raised this is just this is second nature. This isn't me going out of my way. This is just try to be what, yeah, being a good human being. Like it's not hard, you know? I'm so glad you said that because, you know, I, I have my events where I'm teaching aspiring stylists and I've had so many people come up to me and say the same thing. Like, Oh my God, you're so nice. And I'm just like, um, 
who have you been dealing with? Like, I don't feel like yeah. I'm especially, you know, like super, super like on some other level. Like I just feel like totally. this is how I am. So like everybody, I'm not like, you know, so that's so crazy to me. And I just can't imagine being a person with so much negativity in their heart. And like, I don't know. I also feel like because, you know, styling before like it was known for being such a caddy I mean it still kind of is let's be honest but like maybe what I think I'm not trying to justify her actions but that was probably right. what she went through as an assistant stylist and she sure. feels like she has to like treat me the same way but I was just like uh deuces like I'm yeah. not doing that like I've, I've known people who have gone through worse situations with stylists they were interning with and assisting like getting stuff thrown at them and they yeah. still go back so I'm like uh you don't think I'm worth getting given an assistant stylist credit to then bye you know so and I think it's cool like people like you people like me were we're changing and we're shifting this idea that you know this is what you have to go through you have to be treated like dirt as an assistant you have to work for free you've got to like go uncredited and you know in order to you know, eventually rise to the top because that's, it, it's, it's the perpetuated cycle that a lot of people before us, yeah. you know, they subscribe went to, to, they went through. And so they just, again, like, it's like, oh, well, right. my mentor did this to me. So, and look how I turned out, like I'm quote unquote, you know, talented. And so <laughs> this is what is required in order to learn and in order to move up the ladder. And I just think that there's something so backwards about that. And um, I think that kindness is highly overrated or underrated. underrated. I apologize. Yes. I was like underrated. Scratch that. <laughs> Scratch that from the record. Underrated. <laughs> kindness and, and generosity and being a decent human being to not only your peers, but the people that you are trying to invest in and, and teach. It's so underrated and it's, it's, it's needed. And I think that oftentimes we come across these situations where, um, you know, you're, you're being, for lack of a better term, tested. And it's like, how can you, you know, this situation and how I deal with it can either go one or two ways. And I think it's really important to not only us as, as stylists, but, you know, if we do have someone that we've decided to invest into and, and teach, it's you're constantly being looked up at so you have to remain you know composed and you have to almost always choose that higher route and so i think that um because there's been times where i've been wanting to pop off in oh, the totally. stories and i'm like you like Usa. you know you know how many per <laughs> my last emails like i've almost sent like you know, you're just like, wait, what about this is unclear? Or like, you know, things you're just like, other people are getting kind of sassy and salty. And I'm like, oh, you don't know where I'm from. Like, you don't know what I've been through. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm going to let you have this one and we're going to call it a wash. But like in my brain, in the shower, I'm, I'm oh my god! You up. In like, the shower, I'm you up. that's yeah. where it all goes down. In the shower, always, that's why I'm winning all these arguments. Totally. I'm winning all these clapbacks. I'm over here smacking my fist. Like, who are you fighting in that shower? Like, you know what I mean? My poor neighbors are like, "What is going on?" You know. The shower is where it goes down. That's why totally. I have my best 
my best ideas come out of like that's that's what we call we call that the dress rehearsal sis okay like you know and then opening night is is face to face okay (laughs) that is too funny (laughs) i love it but no but yeah i feel like i feel like this is kind of like a therapy session like it is it always is so much been going on you know like award season is just crazy in general and you know being pulled all types of ways so i hope we gave you guys some insight into you know the real reality of um being a stylist some things you might have to deal with other things you know you might not even encounter um you know i've yet to have to break up a fight between 40 year old men and the mm-hmm. that doesn't mm-hmm. oh my god no when you were um when you were telling me about that you said something about um lost in translation and that reminded me of the shoot I was on um, where the photographer and the talent was, they were both Russian. And, oh. and you know, um, I'm used to working with all types of people. Um, sure. So I love everybody. However. You tell me you don't speak Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. But, <Yeah. laughs> um, but no, um, what they did was they were going through the rack and you know like you know like we said earlier it's like something when people are going through the rack it's another thing when they're speaking their native tongue and you out of the um equation so that definitely like had me feeling some type of way they were like looking through the clothes and like speaking russian and i would try to like you know interject like oh like you know what what do you guys think like let me know like you know let's you know do this and they would just be like oh yeah yeah like you know like just like dismiss me right and i'm just like oh my god like like i'm the stylist like you're looking through my stuff like talk to me and just throughout the whole day they were you know speaking russian and again nothing wrong with that but i'm just like don't ignore me and like leave me out of the situation when i have like everything to do with this whole you know without the clothes you guys don't have there is no shoot yeah so that kind of just like, you know, that was my loss in translation. Oh, so annoying. So annoying. Oh my God. I'm just like, anyways, let me get out of, snap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Derek. It's always great catching up with you. And, you know, you always have the best stories to make you laugh. So. I try. I try. <laughs> so you guys, please um, follow Derek. Give him your at. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Derek underscore Beckman. Um, that's Derek B. That's, yeah, D-E-R-E-K underscore B-E-C-K-M-A-N. Uh, I post a lot of memes. We get real shady up in here on Instagram, and it's always a good time. You know what I mean? So it's always a good time. Yes. As you guys heard today, he's he's a hoot. But, <laughs> a hoot um, yes um but yeah um you guys if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to subscribe share it um and leave a review and we will catch you guys in the next episode bye talk to you guys soon bye